0: And even when it comes to you know people progressing, if you want to have a salary increase and you want to bump up your you know what you get paid, the easiest way to do that is to move around. Like, people will be like, you know, I'm gonna wait for my annual review, and you might get like a little two or three percent increase. You can move to another role within another organization and get multiple, like, you know, 10, t- 10, 20, 30, 40 grand more for doing exactly the same job if you know how to position yourself. So, I think. Having the idea that I have to stay where I am is a problem and then not really being strategic about how you're navigating your way through in your career is another big a
1: big one. That was my good friend, Jenny Esperant. She is the founder of Career Changemakers, a coaching and consulting company which helps high-achieving women increase career fulfillment and helps companies to nurture and develop their female talent. Jenny is also a former lawyer, TEDx speaker, and podcast host who brings her passion for career development and advancement to people around the world through dynamic keynote presentations and weekly podcast episodes. When she is not coaching, speaking, or podcasting, Jenny can be found spending time with her husband and two young children or traveling. Today's episode is quite special. As probably you know, most of the guests of this podcast serving entrepreneurs, Jenny is a serving career woman. Because I know a lot of you still have a corporate job while you are building your business or about to build a business and you want to thrive in your current position, right? Therefore, I thought it's a great idea to invite her to come on the show. In this episode, we talk about some common mistakes that career women make before you want to go to the next level. We also talk about a brand new way to look at the job post in order to position yourself as the best candidate for the job. We also discuss how you can navigate through this transitional time to be able to see things differently, so you can carry yourself out differently. Are you intrigued? I hope so. Now, let's chat with Jenny. Welcome to the Christian CEO podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it.
0: Jenny, welcome to the show. I'm so excited. Hi, Kelly. I am so excited to be here. And yeah, I'm so happy you invited me on today. Uh, In the introduction, I already
1: mentioned to our audience how awesome you are. And so, but we always love to hear the story, you know, uh, by yourself. So can you kind of tell us how did you make it today to do, you know, such awesome work?
0: Yeah, so I will start with when I was around eight years old. And I remember having a conversation with my mom and she was kind of in a frustrated manner, saying to me that I should be a lawyer because I was so argumentative. I always had an answer for everything. And so she said, you've know, you you've got an answer for everything. You should be a lawyer, that's what you should do. But up to that point, I'd never come across any lawyers. I was only eight. Um, and so I kind of took what she said with a pinch of salt until I got to around the age of 15 and I saw Ali McBill on TV in a legal drama. And I saw what she was doing. I saw how she was using her voice. I saw how she was advocating and I was like, Oh, this looks exciting. Like, yes, my mom said back then I should be a lawyer. Now I'm seeing this woman on TV. I think I should be a lawyer. (laughs) So I kind of just took that and ran with that and figured out what it was I needed to do to become a lawyer. Um, And I was so, so focused, tunnel vision, like this is what I'm going to do. And then I remember qualifying, and getting to the place where well, it was just before qualification and I was thinking oh is this what it is because I was actually working in a law firm at that point and I thought what I thought it was going to be and what it is is a little bit different um, and around that time I had the opportunity to go on a mission trip to East Africa with a group of Christian lawyers and we went and we partnered with a local organization and we went into prisons and we were educating prisoners about their legal rights because. Many of them had been put in jail unjustly just because they weren't able to pay a bribe. Some of them were in there for one year, two years, three years, five years. And there was no due process for them because they didn't have a lawyer to represent them. So the organization that we went with was educating them and we got the opportunity to be involved in that. And we also went into uh, villages and we were educating parents about child protection rights. So we were doing some really impactful, hands-on work. Um, And we were there for a few weeks. But to me, it felt like months because we packed so much in a day. But then when I came back and I was sitting at my desk and I was working on corporate transactions, I was like, this feels off. Like two weeks ago, I was standing in a prison, helping someone fight for their freedom. And now I'm chasing someone about some documents that we can finish this big transaction. So at that point, I was kind of searching for something else I could do. I was thinking there must be, Another way that I could use my skill set to impact people, but I don't necessarily want to throw away the career that I've been praying about, that I've worked so hard to, to achieve. And so I came across coaching. I went to like a two-day seminar, came across coaching, realized that there was this whole industry around supporting people on a personal level, and I was sold. So then I did my certification alongside my legal career and um was doing both for a very long time. So working with clients, particularly women who had challenges around their careers uh, and doing my legal work. And then earlier on, well, in, in the midst of the pandemic last year, I um, was juggling a lot. So I had, I was working part-time as legal counsel inside of a startup. I had coaching clients, corporate coaching clients and individual coaching clients. And I was homeschooling two children, age four and six. And I got to the point where I was like, OK, my brain is about to break. The ball is going to drop. I cannot <laughs> do all these things. But I'd been building up my business on the side for a while. And the goal was for me to get it to the place where I could just, you know, I could actually be in my business full time. And so I was like, said to my husband, I've got to call it. I've got to call it. Like, I can't keep doing what I'm doing. I either go back to my legal career and just do that, or I build this business. And so I made the decision to go and build the business. But I was nervous. Like, I was like, oh, like, am I really going to do this? Ah, and I remember having this major kind of God wink moment where I was, I was kind of in a place of like, is this just me wanting to run ahead with this? Or does God really see this as where I should be? Um, and long story short, I remember like having a, a moment where a friend of mine called me in the morning when I was dealing with my kids, giving them breakfast and stuff. And she called me, I looked at the phone, I thought, oh, this is one of those friends that's, you know, going to talk for a long time. <laughs> should I speak to her now or should I call her back? um but the Holy Spirit was like answer the phone so I was like okay I answered and her what she said was to me was I know you're busy I know you're probably getting the kids ready um but I the Holy Spirit said I need to tell you this and here's what I I have to say and I don't even know what it means so she said um I see you keep going you're on the right path keep going and I was like oh my goodness so in that moment I just said to her look I'm almost in tears right now and I cannot explain to you what is going on. And I I haven't got time to go into it. Just know that I'm very grateful for your obedience right now. And I will explain everything to you later. And for me, that was like, you know, God reaching down and being like, yes, go for it. And so I went for it. And so now I'm here almost a year into running my business full time. um, And it's just been incredible to see not only the growth in the business, but the growth in me as an individual and all of the growth that's been required to really step into being a CEO of a business I'm like is this actually (laughs) am I actually doing this because I'm living what I determined to be my dream role like two years ago when I wrote down ideally what would I want to be doing I'm doing that now and so yeah that's that's been the journey to this point
1: that's awesome. I I just love those moments when God just kind of somehow uh either send a person or or send some message through all different kind of formats and make sure that we get it.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and you know, um, so here is the thing, right? Because I used to be a, a career woman, uh, I mean corporate career woman. Uh I always call that as my formal life, you know. Uh I even in my time, well, guys, Jenny is much younger than me, just you guys know. Okay. And um, so I even could see that even still now, I feel it seems what I heard around the people around me, it still seems the same when it comes to the struggling for Korean women, especially uh, the women of color. And sometimes we kind of feel like, you know, uh, after kind of, God called us to be in that job and then for a while and, you know, it feel a little bit stuck, but then we also a little bit afraid to move forward and stuff like that. So let me just hear the first question. What would you say? What are some common mistakes that Korean women make before they try to get to the next level?
0: Yeah, I think a common mistake is following The path of a decision that you made in a different season. So, you know, when you first finish your degree and you enter into the corporate world, you make decisions about where you want to be and why you want to be there. And uh, some of that decision-making is informed by your circumstance. And some of it is informed by, you know, the status quo. And this is how people always do it. Like you you come out of university or you come out of college and then you start this role and you're in this role for a few years. And then the next thing to do is for you to go for a promotion. And so people can get very caught up in what they should be doing next. Mm. And they make decisions around that in a certain season. But maybe their their life has changed. Maybe they've become parents. Maybe different life transitions have happened. And instead of them recalibrating and saying, is this path the path that I need to still be on? they just continue with their head down doing the same thing when actually sometimes it may be that you were called into this role for a season and for a reason. And now it's like time to move on, on various different levels, but sometimes people feel so committed and they feel guilty about making a change to a decision that they made before that they stay too long. Mm. Um, And even when it comes to, you know, people progressing, if you want to have a salary increase and you want to bump up your, you know, what you get paid, the easiest way to do that is to move around. Like people will be like, you know, I'm going to wait for my annual review and you might get like a little two or 3% increase. You can move to another role within another organization and get multiple, like, you know, 10, 10, 20, 30, 40 grand more for doing exactly the same job if you know how to position yourself. So I think having the idea that I have to stay where I am is a problem and then not really being strategic about how you're navigating your way through in your career is another big
1: a big one so that is a key word guys be strategic and obviously you know for those of you you are listening now and then you're thinking great but how do i be strategic uh when how do i navigate through these paths when i know Uh, current position is not where I should be anymore. It's not aligned with uh, what I'm called to do this season, uh, not aligned with my life uh, purpose. And so how do we do that? Obviously, fear will be at play, right? So can you share with us how then the the ladies, they can overcome that fear and Mm -hmm. then uh, be, as you say, strategically move forward?
0: Yeah, I think a big piece of it is for you to take the time to redefine the vision. Because when you first start in your career, you might say, yeah, you know, I want to work hard and get to the top. And then when you get into the work that you do, you realize, oh, what I thought this was going to be is not what it is. Like I was with my legal career. Um, And so you taking the time to really look at, well, where do I want to go next? And why do I want to do that? And taking the time to set the vision makes it easier then for you to work backwards to figure out what the strategy needs to be because if the vision for you is yes i want to get promoted and i want to get elevated in this in this role the way that you maneuver is going to be different from oh i want to move into a different industry or i want to sidestep and do something different so that's the first thing set the vision and then from there you can work out all right if that's the vision what steps might i need to take to get me there. And if you're not sure about what steps, then that's the point where you're like, okay, I need to get outside support. I either need a mentor, somebody who has already done what it is that I want to do. And if I'm feeling like things like fear and imposter syndrome, uh, like are holding me back from what I know I need to do, then maybe you need to go out and get a coach. Or maybe you need to get yourself in a community or find other like-minded people who are making the types of moves that you're wanting to make so that you're not just there by yourself trying to figure this out. Community is key in order for you to make any movements. But first, you need to know what the vision is that you're moving towards.
1: Yeah. And I think uh, enemy play very well is isolation. Kind of, uh, uh, we very easy for us to hear the voice that, well, you know, this is just your own problem. Uh, mm. You are the only one about this. And I love what you say about uh, don't just stay there. So, I know that a lot of uh, uh, ladies, they will think, well, also now it reminded, reminded me that it's a, a kind of joke. I remember once when I went to a workshop and the one of the speakers, she uh, she's doing a little bit similar, like uh, Jenny's doing, you know, help the, the women uh, in the transition career and find a much better one. And she was uh, saying, say, Often what she sees is uh, the you know the same job post. And that's say when the men look at the job post, and if there's a 10 criterias, right? And when a man look at that, oh, if he has five, can five can fit that, he will say, Oh, my superhero, I'm applying it. Right. Mm-hmm. And we women, when we look at that, if we have eight or nine of it, we will say, Oh. We are not qualified because I don't have that one left, right? So, Jenny, can you talk about this? <laughs> can you talk about this and how to help the
0: women, you know, yeah. how you overcome this? yeah a hundred percent and it's really interesting because it happens from a young age so i remember i was speaking to a teacher at my son's school and we were talking about you know the difference between being in a co-education environment and just same sex and she was talking about the fact that if you're in a classroom with boys and girls the boys before the teachers even finished asking the question they've got their hand up they don't even know what the question is but they know the answer. <laughs> (laughs) Whereas girls, they will hear the whole question. They will know the answer, but they will be reluctant to put their hands up. Mm -hmm. And so it's really interesting that that kind of mindset starts from a young age. And then when you move into adulthood, we are very much as women like, oh, no, I need to tick all of the boxes before I can apply. But here's the thing. Oftentimes, the person who has written the job spec is not the person who does the role. So you might have someone in hr who's like oh we need to fill this position this is the title these are the things that they told me they need i'm just going to write a job spec sometimes the things that they put on there aren't things that are actually actually needed for the role sometimes they miss off things that are actually needed for the role and so we have to realize that this is just a job spec that isn't going to reflect everything that needs to be done in the role so you have the opportunity to say let me look beyond the bullet points that is on this job spec. And let me think about what is this role? What is the point of the role? Why does this role even exist within the larger scale of the organization, right? Is this a role that helps them with operations? Is this a role that helps them to save money? Is this a role that helps them to reduce risk? And then let me think about what would be some of the skills that would be helpful in that type of role. Because even if it's not on the job spec, if you understand why that role is in existence and you understand what the company is trying to do, then you're able to strategically position yourself as the person who can fill that role. But many times as women, we just look at face value and we're like, oh no, don't meet the job. And it's like, no, no, no. If, If you are looking at that role and you can see that you would be a good candidate, like let's position you for it as a good candidate, not as a less than, oh, I'm gonna apply. I've got some of it, but I don't have all of it. And now I'm gonna talk down what my experience is because I feel like I'm missing things. Like that's the place we start from. It's like, oh yeah, I don't have everything here, but I do have this. It's like, no, 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 let's focus on what we do have. (laughs) And let's sell ourselves into this opportunity. And what I say to people is there is time and place to be humble. There's time and place to be modest. The time and the place is not the job search. Like this is not the time. (laughs) This is not the time where you're just like, yeah, you know, I don't want to boast. It's like, no, no. Listen, if you don't tell them that you are the right candidate for the role, how are they going to know? How are they going to know? And then you have have people, sometimes men, sometimes other people who are very confident and they don't have all the skills that you have. And they're sitting in the role, not doing it and executing in the way that you could because they were willing to just put their hands up and, and put their hat in the ring.
1: I love, love, love what you say, you know, a lot, a lot of points, but the, the best one is you say, you need to see the role in the 300 degree, you know, uh, uh, aspects, you know, what exactly that role play in the pick in the the big picture, the kind of zoom out in the big picture in that corporation, not just see just a word, just that single role. Again, it's kind of isolated uh, away the perspective and, And ladies, I don't know whether you heard what she said. She said that basically, is that anything else in business is the same, right? When you see that role, you already feel you are not qualified for. Then the rest of your communication in that application, either is your CV or in your other format of communication. The way you show up will be so different than if you... See yourself, yes, that is the role that I think I really can serve, right? Uh, oh my goodness, it is just so good. So by the way, just, you know, just you guys know, right? You can, you can hear, right? If you are in the position of transition and you feel yourself stuck, Jenny is your gal. I mean, that is why she's on this podcast because you see this podcast, most of the time we interview uh business people. Well, she is. I mean, she's a Christian CEO. But what I mean is the top is serving business people, but she is serving the people is still in the corporate job. But I feel led like to ask her is because I know that many of you out there, you still have a corporate job and then you feel kind of stuck. You you are not just yet to in full season do the business, but you want to thrive in your career, right? So Jenny, can you tell us more, a little bit about your goodies? Like, what actually is? Why why is so helpful when people, when ladies, when women, they are they feel stuck, and they kind of know, yeah, I know my CV can be better. Yeah, I know I should be able to see these any job posts in the different light, but I just couldn't see it. Okay, I guess. I, after this episode, I know I need to go to find somebody to help me out. So can you tell us that what a career coach like you can help these yeah. women?
0: Yeah, it's on a few different levels because what I've realized from working with lots of different professional women is that people assume that the thing that they need to do when they feel stuck is go onto job boards and look for inspiration. They assume that I'm here. I'm stuck. I need to go onto LinkedIn. I need to go on to Indeed. I need to go onto to monster.com and I need to search. And while I'm searching, I'm going to see a role that just jumps out to me. And then I'm going to know what I need to do. But that's not the place that you need to start. The place that you need to start is really a lot of introspection in order for you to understand what the best next move is for you. And that could be a move within your organization where you're taking, you know, you're going for a promotion. It could be a lateral move. It might be something else. In order for you to know what's the right thing for you, you need to understand yourself more. You need to raise your level of self-awareness. And that's really hard to do by yourself because your brain works the way that it works. And we have patterns in our thought processes that repeat day after day after day. So unless you have a pattern interrupt, you're just going to be thinking the same thing. So here's what normally happens. People are like, I'm not happy in my job. I need to do something else. But if I wasn't doing this, what else would I do? Let me go and scroll some job boards. Okay, I can't do any of these roles because I don't tick all the boxes. Well, then there's nothing out there for me to do. Back to the beginning. I'm boarding my role. What would I, like literally, it just goes like that. So I speak to people who have been stuck for years in the same role. But when you then have someone coming with an external perspective that can ask you the right questions to help you to dig into what it is you really want and shift your mindset about what is possible and can bring in techniques and approaches that you didn't even know existed that's what can help you move and so that's why working with a coach a career coach or you know any type of coach whatever your whatever challenge you're facing is so so helpful because they can help you see your brain they can help you see how you're thinking and if you know how you're thinking then you have awareness enough to adjust it and ultimately most things are mindset mostly, and then action. It's like 80% mindset, 20% action. So if we can't get your mindset right, you're not going to do the things that you know you need to do. Like you, and that's why there's procrastination. Like, I know I should get out there. I know I should, but why are you not doing it? It's because you haven't shifted your mindset. So we start there. Once the mindset is taken care of, then I can give you the strategies and then, you know, you can run with those and then you can get results
1: exactly so a very basically if you don't do what she just say you see that pattern here's the thing just a picture just picture there's a picture that's a painting right uh and you are inside that painting because you are inside a painting you will never be able to see the whole picture
0: mm, that is such a good analogy
1: right because you you are inside that painting. That's say you are a character inside that painting. So except the painter can see the whole painting, mm. but you are inside. You cannot see the whole painting. So it's no matter that that what she say. I love what she say about the problem is the pattern, right? The pattern of how we think. I'm sure. I truly believe that the audience of this podcast you guys are experts of your field, that you are leaders in your field. But even both Jenny and and I, right, we are in different uh, paths, different level of our journey in our business. We still hire coaches, Mm -hmm. right? And because we understand that we are not a painter, we will never be able to see the whole picture. And then when there's something wrong, we will not be able to point out. So when you are stuck in your career, the same thing. Otherwise, you will, you basically set yourself up in the wrong cycle, just running around, you know, like like the, I'm not think, thinking of a picture, you know, the little mouse <laughs> in, in that little wheel, just running around and around and around. You, you never get out of it. But if you'll be able to get somebody help you out and point out and then willing to do, yeah, the deeper work of self-awareness. I always say the deeper self-awareness you are willing to accept, the faster you will grow. And this applies to everything. So guys, I just cannot recommend her enough. You know, she doesn't give me a dime when you guys hire her, just you know that. (laughs) But I just love her. and love what she does. So Jenny, can you kind of tell us that Actually, how long is your program if somebody works with you?
0: Yeah, so I have a six-month group coaching program where I support people with getting the clarity around what it is they want to do next. And then once they've got that piece, then we work on the strategy to position themselves to attract these new opportunities that they want. Um, And then I also have a program, which is a 90-day program, where I work with women who are ready to step up into leadership. Um, And so those are the two main ways that that I work with individuals yeah and where people can find you if you go to my website careerchangemakers.com, that's the best place to find me Um, and I do have a short mini course for those of you who are feeling completely stuck and you have no idea where to start with asking yourself the questions it's like a five-day email course that I guide you through questions that you can start to reflect on that will help you to start that journey to better self-awareness okay so guys you have all different kind of option there.
1: Okay, so just visit her website and we surely will put her website in the show note. And Jenny, I just want to thank you so much for today that, you know, your precious time and it's so much value to me and my audience.
0: Oh, thank you so much for having me. And it's been awesome to speak to you today. And I just love the work that you're doing too, Kelly. So keep being awesome.
1: Thank you. How did you
0: enjoy the episode?
1: If you know any of your friends, if they are in the midst of transitional time for their career, please consider sharing this episode. I'm sure they'll really appreciate it. By the way, I want to take a moment to give a shout out of one of the five stars review we recently received. This is from Tayfield61A from United States. This listener say. I've really enjoyed the podcast I've listened so far. The quality of the guests that Kelly has on is so refreshing. And you know that it's going to be a spiritual encouragement for any physical challenge you are facing. Thanks for equipping us. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to write this review. And if you are one of those listeners, you have enjoyed our podcast, maybe in the last five plus years, would you please consider to take a moment, go to Apple Podcasts and write a review for us as well. It will serve as a dose of fresh blessing for our team. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode.